0: Trapper track presents Stevie Wonder Classics. Today, we are going to be talking about Have a Talk with God from Songs in the Key of Life, released on the 28th of September 1976. On the track, it is just Stevie Wonder, and uh, I think this is one of only maybe three songs on this entire album that are just Stevie by himself um, with nobody else. Uh, The next being the next track on the album. Um, And it is co written by his brother, Calvin Hardaway. Uh, It is 2 minutes 42, and joining me to talk about today is Adil Kaji. Hello, Adil. Hi. Uh, I am going to say straight up front, I am definitely not what you would call a religious person. In fact, I would say I am the exact opposite of a religious person.
1: You're an an, A religious person.
0: (laughs) Yes, that is what I am. And... I would say, I mean, the weird thing is probably one of my favorite tracks from the previous album is Heaven is Ten Zillion Light Years Away. Again, not a religious person. And I really enjoy this track as well. And I think um, it's mostly because Stevie's kind of own spirituality is kind of inspiring. You know, like, you know, i really when people kind of talk about how much, you know, they uh, I, I don't know, they they worship God or they pray to God or whatever. Uh, I, it normally leaves me cold normally I'm not that bothered I don't really care about what people do in their own time like you know if you're religious if you're not religious I, I'm at this point in my life I'm really not that invested um, but then you know Stevie Wonder sticks it into musical form and sings about it and I'm like yeah this sounds <laughs> this sounds like interesting um, you know obviously quite famously Prince was known for being uh, a Jehovah's Witness he converted kind of roughly halfway through his life and you know there was a point where he spent time knocking on doors and it kind of shocked people to see Prince just kind of come in with Larry Graham usually. And they would just sit down and they would start talking about being a Jehovah's witness. And apparently people would let him kind of sit there for like 45 minutes, an hour and just talk about it. And then he'd leave and they wouldn't become a Jehovah's witness, but they'd be like, that was amazing that Prince was just I was sitting say. in my house kind of, you know, talking about being a Jehovah's witness. Um, uh, and I think the same is kind of true here it's like if Stevie kind of turned up and knocked on your door and just sat down and kind of you know sang this song at you by the end of it you'd be like well look I'm not going to convert but that was a very pleasant experience
1: that's a very polite thing to say I'm not going to convert but yeah. that's a very pleasant experience <laughs> do come back again
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I mean if, if you wouldn't mind coming back next time and doing Isn't She Lovely instead then you know I would. <laughs> I'd prefer that but I mean you know uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I again, one of the biggest selling points of most Stevie Wonder songs is Stevie Wonder's voice, and I think that kind of his performance in this song, you know, I again, it, it's the it's usually the one thing that if there's nothing else I like about a Stevie Wonder song, you know, it's it's his singing, um, and you know he sings this song really well, um, and also the fact that it's co-written with his you know his brother, and you know like it, it, that, like again somebody kind of coming in and co-writing with Stevie normally means that there's a slight, you know, a bit of a complexity to the lyrics. Um, And I think that maybe the message here is uh, like, I I don't know if I'd say the song is overwritten, but there's certainly a lot more than you would expect from, you know, a normal kind of like Stevie Wonder Pop song, Um, you know, and there's not, there's also, there's no way in this song to be like, maybe he's just talking about spirituality or being a mm-hmm. bit more kind of like general. He's literally, like <laughs> like every single line in this song is, you know, uh, you know, in particularly like when he says, many of us feel we walk alone without a friend, never communicate with the one who lives within, forgetting about the one who never lets you down. You could talk with him anytime, he's always around. You know, when you feel your life's too hard, just go have a talk with God. Again, that rhyme of hard and God is a little bit hard, but still, like... There's no, there's no, there's no way you can get to the end of the song and be like, I'm not sure if Stevie Wonder's that religious. Yeah. Like, he's li- he's literally every single line of this song is very much, you know, about religious ideas. Which in 1976, you know, to put that on an album, um, I would, you know, I guess like maybe gospel and stuff is still quite big, um, but you know, I don't know that there were many singers kind of around this time that were kind of making this move and being like, you know, having a very kind of. Um, explicitly christian song on you know their albums Um, you know so it's it's kind of an interesting move for him to do that but then again songs in the key of life is about covering you know a number of different subjects so i feel like at some point one of those songs is going to have to talk about religion in some way Um, and obviously later on we'll get we'll get a song that has harry krishna chanting in so it's not like he's just talking about kind of you know christian religions and stuff he's kind of willing to talk about other stuff but on this particular song it feels very much like he's talking about a specifically christian god um you know and and i, I mean uh, you know i was like i say, the big selling point for me is the fact that stevie's singing it i you know i'm indifferent to the kind of subject matter of the lyrics i think there's there's some kind of i mean I, I guess the first verse is kind of like until it reaches the point where it says the answer to your problems is god I kind of like, you know, the opening of, you know, there are people who have problems of today. Let them conclude for them that life is not the way, but every problem has an answer. And if you cannot, you know, and and if yours you cannot find at that point, then, you know, it kind of takes a left turn. But, you know, that the kind of the the fact that he realizes there is a problem with, you know, modern society, which obviously at this point is, you know, the mid 70s um, and that there are kind of people who feel despair and stuff that he says have a talk with god is probably not the answer that i would go for but at least he's acknowledging that there are problems but but,
1: um, but yeah but i think it, i think one of the nuance to that uh first verse is that he, he every problem has an answer and if yours you cannot find right that implies that your answer is there right it's not He's not saying god is the answer to everything he's saying hey you know if you're struggling and you can't figure it out maybe try this like that's the kind of what i like about how it's like clearly super religious and basically christian but it's, it kind of dodges the prophetist, prophetizing by yeah. um by by like that subtle moves like that right it's just like this is an this is something that might help it's not like this is the answer like it, and i think the tone of the music and the tone of uh, the way it's sung also sort of At least to me, it doesn't feel pushy in a certain way. It feels like this is a thing that might work, and there's a mightness that comes off. Or at least, maybe that's just me squaring off on why I also really like the song, and I'm also super not religious.
0: Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think like yeah, do you get what I'm saying though? I agree. Yeah, I agree that in that first verse, there is a bit of ambiguity of like yeah, you know, like maybe if you've got some issues and you know maybe you've tried other things this might be something you could try um although later on when he says he's the only free psychiatrist yeah i forgot about that
1: part yeah that part yeah solving
0: the problems of all men women little boys and girls i'm like um stevie uh steveland can we have uh you know uh maybe a word over at the side here without your brother like yeah i mean I, I i there's nothing in that that i can kind of it's it's a, it's a funny way of 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 kind of you know uh framing god like you know psychiatry psychology like these are things that obviously in the 70s were kind of you know mostly kind of new things that were kind of making their ways into the mainstream so it is kind of interesting to be like look at god he's the only free psychiatrist like that feels like a very kind of like 70s thing to do to like take something that is kind of maybe, you know, uh, kind of more popular culture and just be like, hey, look, God is that, um, you know, it would almost be like saying, hey, look, God is, you know, a Power Ranger or God is a Pokemon. <laughs> like, you know, like it, it feels like it feels like picking like a popular subject of the day and being like, oh, yeah, this is how this relates to God. It's a little bit too much like Stevie is turning his chair backwards. And trying to kind of you know uh, you know Christian Bible camp cancel us up. It's like that's interesting. Yeah, okay. I, I you know I, I I I don't know that I would say that God is a free psychiatrist that's known throughout the world. I like, actually
1: <laughs> read, kind of read it like um, uh, like confessional or like confiding in your pastor kind of thing. of like psychiatrists new now and it's apparently trying get having space to air your troubles and only rich people can afford it cause it's all very new and psychoanalysis analysis is super in vogue in the seventies, and like there's this other option that's kind of always been there you're cool pastor boy
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, um <laughs> yeah i i yeah it's it's just it just feels like a weird thing of like well, if you can't afford like a psychiatrist how about have a talk with yeah. God, which is like you mean just talk to nobody, like just talk to myself like how am I, like you know the whole point of having like uh, a psychiatrist or something is that they will offer advice um you know and i mean yeah I, I still kind of like you know the sentiment of the song um but i i feel like occasionally the kind of religious stuff just gets a, like kind of overwhelms it a little bit definitely yeah um you know and uh, even the kind of like the repetition in the chorus towards the end of you know when you feel your life's too hard just go and have a talk with god again I'm not. I'm not a fan of that pararhyming going on there. Hard and God oh, yeah. do not rhyme. It's hard, you know, unless it's, yeah, yeah. He's talking about somebody carrying bricks, um, you know, in a hod, and he's like, "Have a talk with God." That's the only way you could get that to work. But <laughs> yeah, uh, and that would work when he says, "When your load's too much to bear." That's true. You know, like, you know, uh, just go have a talk with God. He cares. <laughs> so obviously, he, you know, he, he at least gets some rhymes in there that that fit. The the
1: go longer from, one the last the final course yeah. is super. Weird, right? Because, um one, it, I do like the idea that when you feel your life's too hard, maybe, like, again, the maybeness is sort of there in the feeling, but then it's like, oh no, the solution's here. I get, like, it's the tension of the openness and the, like, no religion will fix it is very much at play in those two lines. But also, when your load's too much to bear, this is saying, when you are specifically struggling, talk to him, he cares. It doesn't say he's going to help. Like, it's such a <laughs> no, weird line. No. <laughs> Like, I get that the rhyme is there, but it's like, it's, it misses a part where, and he's like, I know he does. Okay, cool. So does my grandmother. I'm still struggling with this problem. When you said that, like the, like a bricklayer or someone like who actually functionally has a big load. When you said that, like the lyric jumped out at me. It's like, who cares if he cares? Like, that's not the problem.
0: Yeah, that's that's my favorite thing about uh, site supervisors on a building site, is as somebody's carrying bricks around in a hod, they literally stand there going, I care. And it's <laughs> like, well, that's not going to help with these 20 bricks I'm currently trying to carry. And he's like, well, look, I care. So, you know. Uh, yeah, I think, I think this is just one of those things where, you know, I'm never going to kind of, it's never going to kind of be able to bring me around. And I'm sure anybody listening to this who has any kind of spirituality is probably shouting at the podcast yeah, because, you, um, you know yeah yeah i mean i'll say this i love the way that stevie sings this i like the production as well it's kind of like this weird kind of like synth thing like i i mean as the 70s went on kind of stevie's production really started to swing more towards kind of like heavy heavy synth production Um, and obviously on the previous three albums he'd used the tonto but the tonto didn't sound like any other synthesizers literally because there was only one tonto in the entire world oh um Whereas here, you know, like he's using, um, I I think on this and the next track, he's using like the Yamaha, or he might be using the um, the clavinet, and they they start to sound like every other synthesizer. Um, In particular, like the GX one, the sound of that ends up kind of sounding like everything in the eighties eventually. But at least here, it's like you know ahead of the curve. But still, it's very kind of like synthy, and the fact that he's got like you know a normal synth over the top of a bass synth and then you know on top of that you've got this the kind of the harmonica as well of course and the percussion and it's like it like it just feels i mean the production itself doesn't feel like anything that special it feels like very kind of like you know wrote stevie wonder production and then on top of that you have these lyrics which again are just literally talk to god not promising any solution, but just maybe he'll make you feel a little bit better if yeah. you talk to God. And it's like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not 100% sold. But like I said, we still have Stevie Wonder singing the song. So um, as long as you have that, I feel like, you know, it's still there's still something worth listening to. Um, and I think obviously anybody who is, you know, um, religious you know this is kind of this is what you're looking for you know from like Stevie Wonder is you know you're looking for somebody who shares your religion or shares your outlook um and I can understand maybe this might be kind of the song for them um but for me I can't say any more um you know than a four and a half out of 5 you know I still I mean you know I still I still love Stevie's voice uh but I think the, the like you know I don't know that Calvin Hardaway is particularly bringing anything in terms of lyrical complexity um, you know, other than this rhyme that doesn't really work hard <laughs> and God, um, you know, and uh, you know, I I feel like the, the the like the second and third verses are the ones that have probably had a bit more influence from Calvin because they don't feel like stuff that Stevie would. I don't know that Stevie would ever write about. He's the world's only, you know, the world's first free for psychiatrist known throughout the world. Like that doesn't like. There's nothing I've heard in other Stevie songs that makes me feel like that's a sentiment he would ever kind of express um so i do kind of i feel like the production isn't as good as it could be and then also you have these lyrics that aren't really selling me on the whole thing and you know uh it just i mean it's still like an immaculately produced song but it just doesn't it just doesn't feel like there's there's anything here for me other than stevie's voice
1: i'm gonna have to echo that um i i, I love i mean just i loved stevie wonder synth monica you know i think they're layered really well uh, like you said on the production yeah. side uh i I've said it before, I, um, sometimes real bad at paying attention to lyrics and that gets me through certain types of songs. Um, further, I think I, if I was more in the world of, uh, thinking, listening to music words first, I would put this lower than a four out of five, but I really like the, the, the actual, the, the sounds coming out of, of, of this track are great. It's, it's catchy. It's nice. But again, I, if he was just sort of mumbling or saying random syllables that would have worked just as well for me.
0: And I think it's I think it's interesting because um you know uh, Snoop Dogg sampled this song um on an album called The Blue Carpet Treatment um which I think features an actual performance from Stevie like Stevie Wonder actually sings on a track and a, like appears on a track with um with Snoop Dogg um you know so it's it's not just like uh, the one track that he um, he samples um, but like in in the song Conversations, um, you have the main opening riff of this, the kind of the the keyboard riff, and then you also have like um, I don't know, kind of like the hook is basically um, you know mostly the kind of you know you can talk to him, you know he'll give you peace of mind if your life's too hard, just go have a talk with God. Um, but there's also like a little bit more of the kind of one of the um, verses that's in there as well. And, uh, it's, I, and it's, it's weird because, like, <laughs> hearing Snoop kind of almost, I don't know, be like a Christian rapper for, like, a song is such a weird kind of thing <laughs> where he's talking about, you know, losing his soul and snakes and demons and, like, kind of y- using kind of like, um, you know, biblical imagery and then talking about, I mean, he also quotes God bless the child, um, you know, and, and he goes, he, he says God bless the child that can go on his own. And there's all this kind of, and then... You know the in in between the kind of hook of you know when you feel your life's too hard, go have a talk with God. You have you have kind of Snoop's talking about don't worry about your bread and you know like uh, kind of talking about um, you know find yourself a good man and I don't know it's it's like weirdly conservative stuff, um, you know from from Snoop and then there's a little conversation later on in the song where Stevie Wonder refers to him as Uncle Stephen. Um, which is weird because his name isn't Steven. Even though he's called Stevie Wonder, his name is Steve That's his yeah. proper name. So the fact that he calls him Uncle Steven is like really weird. <laughs> so, but there's a whole thing of like, you know, Snoop saying God bless you and talking about the pearly gates and, you know, confession is good for the soul. And it's like, I, it's I don't know, super it, it's weird really track. weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird to hear kind of Snoop Dogg take this very kind of like Christian song from Stevie Wonder and then turn himself into a Christian rapper for a song like it's such a. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Like this is this is such a weird. But at the same time, I feel like it's a good use of the hook. Like the that keyboard intro at the start, he he kind of takes that and uses that as a basis for the song. And I'm like, oh yeah, this really works. Like. You know, as like a a basis for a rap song. This is this is a this is a good riff. Like I can understand why he's kind of picked this, um, but then like just the fact that he got like Stevie Wonder to kind of come on this track and you know, it's I don't know. It's just such a it's such a weird song. I I suggest anybody out there, um, you know, hunt down uh, Conversations by Snoop Dogg because it's like such a weird kind of mix of things, um, you know. And then a few like about nine or ten years later um there was another collaboration between uh stevie wonder and snoop Dogg, not where he sampled anything but just where he had stevie wonder come on and sing on a song um you know and of course do a harmonica solo because you know he's stevie wonder that's what he loves to do um but yeah so i don't know that's such a it's such a weird kind of use of it um and a few other people have like covered have a talk with god but i don't think any of them are particularly you know, like
1: I mean, you lose so much when you lose Stevie Wonder, right?
0: Yeah, and and like I said, he's really the only selling point on this song. As soon as you haven't got Stevie Wonder on this song, it's just well, this is a song that could be sung in a mega church, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, and that you know, which is unfortunate because I don't feel like any Stevie Wonder songs should be sung in mega churches. Though I'm sure there's some, I don't know, Kristen somewhere at a mega church where someone sung isn't she lovely? Um, and I'm Probably. sure it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well let's go to plugs then is there anything that you wish to plug it in sure
1: uh, I co-host the craft beer and video game podcast tanked up on the out of lives network as well as I produce this next act a live comedy night here in Bristol that uh, is also a weekly podcast and you can reach me on the instagrams and twitters and whatnot at the omniarch t-h-e-o-m-n-i-a-r-c-h
0: and for this particular project you can find us on twitter at stevie by wonder thanks for being my guest here today it it's my
1: pleasure it was great
0: And otherwise, go have a talk with
1: God. Do I have to?